to play one on sin i'm one of your hosts jay i'm here with connor and lenny and uh we're going to be talking about a few things today of course we'll start off with the rapid fire news and releases and all that stuff and we got gaming grudge match uh top of the hour everything that we usually have and amazing music uh but if you want to check us out make sure to check our socials at player one sin that's twitter facebook and instagram that's right all three you can find us there or you can find our podcast on omni apple podcast google podcast spotify player one and youtube we have a youtube guys but you guys don't check out the youtube enough you should check out the youtube Whew. Sorry, guys. I'm just here to intro, and honestly, it's taken a lot out of me. Yeah, I, I, I it's, I'm trying. I'm trying to Eminem this. Like, someone want to use some, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we'll go into our first song of the night. A song, a song. The first song of the night here is obviously from the Sweet Sixteen uh, playlist. As always, we've got Rose and Sashimi by East AV3. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Rose and Sashimi by East AB3 from the Sweet 16 playlist. You're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni, player one on Sin. And we're going to jump right in to the rapid fire news and releases. Do you want to take this away, uh, Eleni? Yeah, of course. That was a beautiful intro, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, good stuff, Jay. Love it. Love your energy. <laughs> yeah. Always the energy. Um, we've got some pretty interesting news actually this week and things that we'll definitely be talking about a bit more later on in the show. But just for some quick headlines for us all. So the maker of PUBG has cut ties with Tencent in India after Delhi banned apps with links to China. Um, something that we'll talk about a bit later is that the Xbox Series S um, price has been leaked. We use the word leaked very loosely. Um, and then was confirmed later by Microsoft. Um, some news that made me laugh quite a lot was that Ubisoft China has apologised for releasing a coffee mug with a handle on the inside. Um, for any nice. any any of you guys who to, like making fun of to, Ubisoft, to quote to quote um, the great Jim Sterling, "Oh Ubisoft." <laughs> Honestly, I I wasn't surprised by the news, but then I just saw it and I was like, "This is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen." But anywho, um, some exciting news for any Sonic the Hedgehog fans. So we've got the 30th anniversary coming up. Um, and so they've promised that we're going to be getting the release of some new games and some major announcements in 2021. Very exciting. I mean, uh, so I, I'm, like, saying that they're going to release new games for Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't always mean a good thing. You might get another Sonic Unleashed or another Sonic Forces. Oh, yeah. No, the, the game <laughs> isn't that interesting. I mean, hopefully we get some, like trailers for the sequel to the Sonic film movie? oh which, heck yeah which was an awesome film i rate that film quite highly heck yeah. <laughs> good i'm glad what two fans that film has two fans <laughs> Dude, tales at the end was so adorable the voice actor oh my god it's, right? it's the same one. Oh, so good 
But moving on, um, multiplayer space mystery Among Us hits 1.5 million um, simultaneous players. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And Fall Guys um, has added an anti-cheat. We'll be adding an anti-cheat in the next couple of weeks. Very deserved anti-cheat. Def- definitely you, very You need to play it. Every game, there's someone flying around. Like, they don't have anti-cheat. So cheats are very, very apparent in the game. Of course, we love that. Um, and then something that I'm sure we'll all be buying, um, the gold PS5 will be open for pre-order this week and it will cost $10,000. Just what we need uh, in this that's world. That's pocket money. Pocket yeah. money. That's peanuts to me. Oh, just, that's just change. Just <laughs> when, you know, <laughs> you know, unemployment rates are at like an old time low <laughs> and Sony were like, let's make you all pay $10,000 for a console. Ugh trust um something we'll be talking about a bit later on i know jay and i are both excited for this um yes. warriors age of calamity which will be a new game set 100 years before zelda breath of the wild is coming to nintendo switch on november 20th and that's pretty much all our sort of news and headlines for the week jay did you want to take us away with the rapid fire releases it's your time to show i sure yeah i i'm down to to do that uh <laughs> here we got the rapid fire releases i'll go through them fast but not too fast because it's hard to understand when i when i'm editing through it i'm like what am i even saying all right jay that's what i had to deal with for like half <laughs> of last year so it's, yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna make you, you i'm gonna, gonna make life you easy gotta, you gotta get good mate yeah, I'm going to make life easy on us. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. BPM, bullets per minute, PC, September 15th. <laughs> eFootball, PES 2021 season update. PC, PS4, Xbox, September 15th. Spelunky 2, amazing games. Glad there's a second one. PS4, apparently. PS4 exclusive there, September 15th. Vaporum Lockdown, PC, September 15th. Medieval Dynasty, PC, September 17th. Mini Motor Racing, X Switch, September 17th. Pacer, PC, PS4, Xbox, September 17th. Crisis Remastered, PC, PS4, Xbox, September 18th. Earth Defense Force 5. Uh, September 18th Super Mario 3D All-Stars on the Switch September 18th WWE 2K Battlegrounds PC PS4 Xbox Switch Stadia Thank you Stadia For somehow making it On the list today September 18th Void Bastards I'm sorry for my language Physical Edition PS4 and Switch Let's let's get the uh, The old Stadia bell going <laughs> Oh he's back Stadia Woo the Stadia bell somehow Let's get it back onto the list <laughs> Jay has as editor, I demand that you put a oh, stadia oh, yeah, yeah, bell. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just going to go ding, 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 ding. <laughs> stadia. The stadia is still here. And with a WWE game, which is even funnier. Let's hope it's better than WWE 2K's wedding. But, Crisis, um, Remastered. Crisis Remastered. They didn't take long to... like. They were like, yeah, don't worry, guys. We'll fix it. Apparently, it's not that good. And it's just back. Like, less than a month later. Actually, it does look pretty freaking awesome. It? Oh heck yeah! They fixed what do you think? it. The trailer, the very initial trailer that they showed was well, I think it was just the Switch port. Uh oh, well that would make so much more sense. Yeah, that would explain. <laughs> and, and the Switch port's pretty good, actually. Yeah, because c- compared to most Switch ports, that yeah. one just looked like a a bad PlayStation port. Yeah, it was like. But this... I think the big news is the fact that we are getting uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. And you better snap it up quick because it will be a limited release. Ooh. Only until March of next year. That's pretty limited. <laughs> like, we've oh got six months to go get it. But holy cow. Um, I feel 
I feel sorry for every retail worker because they're going to have to do a lot of orders for that game. If it's a, yes. if you can buy it like it's not a, a, a Switch store thing, you can actually buy it in person. Then yeah, yeah. When, when, it, when, it will the, be... uh, when we reach March next year and you can't buy it anymore, it'll be a very sought-after game for people who don't have it in the future. So if you do buy it, keep it around. It'll probably be expensive. Mm, mm. So that that's kind of a crazy one. Um, yeah, stonks. Got Earth Defense Force 5, which I love Earth Defense Force. It's stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> but I still liked it. Um, dumb games Vo- is just the best. <laughs> Void Bastards. I love this game. What's it about? I love... So essentially... Um, you play as a prisoner. Well, so it's a, firstly, it's a roguelike first-person shooter where you have to, like, basically do this massive task to basically stay alive. This looks and awesome. And be released. I and love the art style. The, the art style is really what is the standout feature of the game. But Whoa. every time you die, you play as a different prisoner with different sort of traits. Oh, and that is so sick. I think the first the first one I had um, had Smoker's Cough. So every so often it would, he would cough. Oh, that's so cool. It would, all the, it, it would alert enemies around him if there were any around him. And then you'd have some that are like, you know, they can take extra damage. They oh, can, that is so sick. Like, all that kind of stuff. It's a really good game. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm... I'm definitely going to consider picking up the physical version. I already own it digitally, but for me, the <laughs> fact that there will be a physical version is dope. I'm so excited about that. I'm scared to play that. I'll get way too attached to a character, then they'll die, and I have to go to the next one. I'd just be like, I don't want you. Give back my smoker's cough, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like losing Link and then coming back with, like, like Lonk. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Just Lonk. Um, Jay, let's take it to our next song. Yeah, you know what? Why don't we do that, guys? Coming up next, another Sweet 16 playlist soundtrack. Well, I'm so used to saying soundtrack on this show. Another Sweet 16 playlist song. We've got Explain Myself by Slum Sociable. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You're here with your host, Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was Explain Myself by Slum Sociable from the Sweet 16 playlist. We've got now uh, this latest segment is, of course, what we've been up to. What have we been playing? What have we been, what have we been vibing to? Maybe even like our backlog, what you got to get to. Who wants to, who wants to kick us off with some gaming? Sweet, oh. I'll kick us off with some yeah. gaming. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, love it, Jay. Love your enthusiasm. Do you want to go, Lenny? Was that? No, no, no. Take it away, Jay. Take it oh, away. Oh, sweet. So uh, I've got two games that I've been playing. One of them I've been recording to like maybe chop up some edit and put it on YouTube. And the other one I've been streaming and it's been really fun because we, it's just such old school. We've been playing Black Ops Zombies and multiplayer, but I didn't write that down there. But we've been playing Black Ops Zombies. Zombies. Yeah, just straight up first Black Ops Zombies. And it's just so, it just takes me back. Like we're on Kino and we're getting like we're and we're getting to the theater and we're just running around and we're linking up the teleporter and we found a, we found a dumb like uh, like a dumb thing implemented into the game where if someone's prone on the ground lying down and you dolphin dive on top of them, you both go down. 
And we were like, and we were just like, we were just we were screwing around because we were doing, we were playing leapfrog while waiting for the zombies to spawn. So I would jump, and then someone would jump over me, and then I would dolphin dive over them, and then they would dolphin dive over me. And he landed on top of me, and we both died and lost. And I was like, ah, oh, sweet. Oh, <laughs> That's such a great. classic. Such a classic. <laughs> yeah, and it started off with like, I just, someone said, hey, let's play Black Ops. I went, sure, I'll join. And then we got a third person, and now we've got a full party of four playing black ops zombies like constantly every night we get up we're like boys we're on the grind and then we do 2v2s or when people leave we do 1v1s or or free-for-alls it's just like i feel like i've gone the good old days i've gone back to 2010 i'm i'm like in primary school playing black ops with my mates and the other game that i was recording for youtube was called con contra at <laughs> redo, redo. Zip, 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 zip. Quantum conundrum. There we go. That's a that's a mouthful. Quantum conundrum. That is a mouthful. Quantum yeah, it's conundrum. yeah. It's like a portal style game where you have different oh, abilities okay. and you have to get through the level. And like one of the abilities is everything becomes super fluffy and light, like pillows. So everything turns into pillows. Oh my god. And the next one is everything turns into super dense iron. So you like you weigh down a catapult and then turn it into a pillow and it goes flying and then you turn it back into iron and it smashes the glass. Like it's an awesome little puzzle game. You can slow down time. It's just, it's got uh, like a million abilities and uh, it's definitely fun. And then one that I haven't got to yet, it's on my backlog. I'm waiting for someone to play it with so that I can, we can record it. Uh, my mate, he has a YouTube channel and we're going to record it and mess around and, and upload it. It's a way out. I'm going to play it with my friend. We're going to record it. It's awesome. It's sick. Uh, we're going to, I don't know the names of the characters. All I know is that you have to break out from prison. And this is the guy that I played Portal with. And I told you that I messed with him like the entire time. So it's going to oh, be. Yeah, no. so, so, no. yeah. I can only imagine what you're going to do. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. I don't know. Probably not the, the mission. I'll be doing every, anything but what they're telling us to do. That's how I play games. It'll be pretty fun. It'll be fun. No, the way out's a good solid pick. That's a good one. Yeah, I've, I've seen, um, it's a good story driven co op game. Yes. That's, that's new yes. to me. Yeah, it is really it's, good. It's um, fun. It's definitely one we have. It's best to play on the couch with a mate. Oh, oh, Corona. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Wish, I, w- I wish. Yeah, I know, right? I miss the days of couch co-op. Um, I might <sighs> take the the hat on this one. I've been playing. I haven't been playing as much. Like besides the usual, you know, CTR. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Borderlands Two on the Switch, trying to get through Ooh. that, so then I can move on to the pre sequel, and then I can actually move on to other games that I want to play, because my backlog. But I have, since I finished um, Doom 3, I have now moved on to The Sinking City, which is um, a game developed by a company called Frogwares, who we are going to talk about later, and I'm going to uh, show my appreciation to Frogwares. Um, So this is a Lovecraftian style game, so set in like the 1920s, you know, lots of horror elements, a lot of uh, spoopy doopy Cthulhu stuff in it. Um, Those are the best. Your, your, your character is like experiencing horrible nightmares, so you travel into a town where, funnily enough, most of the people there are suffering from the same nightmares. So it's your job to figure out how do we destroy these nightmares? How do we get to the bottom of everything? So I've been playing a bit of that. Um, not too far into it though, maybe like a couple of hours, and it's a I think it's a nearly twenty hour long game. Um, oh, oh, yes, I think I forgot to mention this. 
Um, I fi- I finished Deadly Premonition too. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you like I, it? The ending was it? I don't. Did, did I don't think it? I spoke about it last week, but um, the ending Ooh. really made up for what was maybe not as good of a game Aww. as I liked. Hell yeah. That's, good. That's, so, was, that's so good. It was a good, wholesome ending, and I loved it. Amazing. Um, I managed to like to bang out the rest of the game, and man, that was a it. You know, it was a satisfying ending. It it ends the arc of um, Francis York, Francis Zach Morgan, whoever you prefer. Um, and you know what? If they do decide to make a third game in the series, you now have um, different characters that you can base the game around. You don't necessarily have to create a Deadly Premonition game with the emphasis on um, Francis York or Francis Zach Morgan. You can now move on to um, one of the main characters who was new to the game, um, Aaliyah Davis, who is awesome. I freaking love her character. Um, that would be kind of cool. I was really satisfied with the ending. Um, the game itself overall, it made up for it in the end, but it definitely didn't. It's a good game, but I don't, I wouldn't say it's the better Deadly Premonition game. So that's one, that's one thing I've got yeah, to say. Yeah. I, love, I love Deadly Premonition. I will sing its praises no matter how jank it is. Um, Deadly Premonition 2, really enjoyed it, um, though there were some things that held back that enjoyment from being like, oh yeah, this is good to, holy crap, this is great, um, which, I, which was the feeling I had with the first Deadly Premonition. So, finished Deadly Premonition 2, moved on to the Sinking City, and then hopefully, well, I don't think I'm going to finish it by next week, but I am hoping to finish that at some point soon and play Journey to the Savage Planet. So. I've got a lot on my backlog, but Eleni, what have you been playing? Yeah, boy, you, you do have a lot on your backlog. Um, I think for me, you know, the uni semester's just started up again. I just came off mid-sem break. And so I was just really feeling some wholesome video games. So I have been making my way through the Reignited Trilogy, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Um, one of my favourite games ever is Spyro 2 Gateway to Glimmer. Um, I know lots of people love the first one, lots of people love the third one, but I just adore that second game so much. I think it has, like, the most underrated soundtrack. Um, And so I'm really enjoying, I'm replaying this Reignited trilogy, and it's just so good. Like, the artistic design is fantastic. I think just, you know, some iconic characters have come come out of the Spyro series. We have Moneybags, of course, my absolute favorite you know, the embodiment of capitalism. What more could you ask for in a children's game? Honestly, you know, Spyro is great. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing, just making my way through. Um, I've just started the second one. So by the time next episodes come around, I reckon I'll have finished the trilogy. But yeah, that's all from me. Well, that's, that's quaint. Spyro has always been a great game. So it's good that that's the one that you chose. That wasn't like some bad game, like Deadly Premonitions Two. And I'm joking. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you get me started? What Crash Room Bank's the best game in the world? Uh moving on to our next song. 
Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got Miss Murder by is that AFI? Yes, you're listening to Play One and Sin with Jay Cotter and Eleni. Do 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 do. Song played. What you just heard was Miss Murder by AFI. Welcome back to Play One and Sin. You're here with Jay Cotter and Eleni. And for this segment, we're talking about a quote-unquote leak from Microsoft uh, about the confirmed price and launch date for the Xbox Series S. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Yeah, well, um, I mean, just some like, context for the people listening. So, um, basically, in typical video game fashion, the um, price and design of the Series S, which is now confirmed to be the cheaper version of the new Xbox console, was supposedly leaked, um, but was later confirmed by Microsoft. And so what we have had confirmed is that the Xbox Series S will be releasing on the 10th of November and its launch price will be 299 US dollars, which in Australian dollars is just over 400 bucks. So quite expensive for a cheaper alternative. Um, But basically after this supposed leak, um, Microsoft sort of released a teaser video and they announced some of the features that the Series X would include. Um, And some of the most notable ones was that it would be a console that had no disc um, drive. So it would be an all digital console um, and it would include things like ray tracing and the support frame rates. Um, It would support up to 120 um, rates per second, which is good. Um, And then along with that, Um, some more news that hasn't been confirmed by Microsoft yet, but supposedly the Series X will cost around $499 US dollars at launch, which is just under $700 US dollars. So we've got the confirmation of the Series S. The Series X is still to be confirmed, but what are your guys' thoughts on the price, the idea of there being no disk drive? What do you think? Yeah, that... That was not unexpected, that price tag for the Series X. Um, I was... Hmm. I myself was possibly interested in getting a Series... I was thinking about jumping in on the Microsoft bandwagon for this generation because the PS5 so far has not particularly impressed me. Not just because one of the crucial things that I hoped for would be backwards compatibility, and that doesn't have it. Um... And right now, the only exclusive game to any of the consoles that I'm really, that I'm really super hyped for, is on the Xbox. That being Hellblade Two, so that may be the reason why I even consider getting an Xbox. Um, I just don't like the fact that it's all digital. Yeah, I think it's like it's good that they are bringing out a cheaper alternative. And to be honest, when I heard that that would be the case, I was definitely expecting it to be all digital. And I think initially I was like, oh, maybe this is a good idea. But then given that, you know, Xbox has really been pushing sort of, you know, this backwards compatibility, it made me realize that, you know, if that is a feature on the Series X, I can't buy the Series S because then I can't play all of my old games. So I think mm. it's it's clever. It's obviously great that there's a cheap alternative. I do really like the design of the Series S, actually. It looks really slick. I quite like it. Um, it, it looks like a washing machine. Yeah, and what oh, more could nice. you ask for? Like it, for like it, really does. It, looks like a, it looks like a DJ's turntable. It looks like the front of a dryer. 
I'm sure. I'm sure that's what the, the it, creators it looks like are a coming car, up with. It looks like a car speaker. Yeah, it's actually it does. <laughs> a contemporary that's, painting where it's just a black a contemporary and white painting. Campus. It's abstract, yes. guys. It's abstract. Oh, love it, love it. But no, like I like the design. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's just. Granted, I don't have an Xbox library. If I'm, and I don't, I've never owned a 360. I've never owned an Xbox One. Um, I, all I have is the OG, which oh. my library includes Enter the Matrix. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. If that makes for some fun play, um, I have Halo, GTA, San Andreas, and Just Cause. But if I were to get, here's the thing if you were to get this console, the only reason why you would even get it is just for Game Pass. I don't see the point of purchasing any other game digitally on a Microsoft storefront, except for Game Pass. And even if you have to wait a little bit longer for say like one of their big, like a big AAA game or a big first party title, um, it's gonna come to Game Pass. And I just don't see the point in buying digital games when you have Game Pass for the Series S. No, that's fair. That's fair. I think, look, I'll say what I've said every time. And I had this conversation with my mates and they all agreed, but that's because we all own PCs. If it's going <laughs> to come, if it's going to come to like roughly 600 something Aussie dollars, you can get a really like, you can get a low to mid tier PC with that. Just do it. It's way better. Just do it. Join us. Join us in the PC. Uh, um, I'm community. good. Thanks. I'll I'll join I'll 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 continue to be in the the sewers that's known as console gaming. Yes. <laughs> well, no, no, old school console gaming is classic. That is high end, but it's new <laughs> console, it's new generation. That's that's like sewers. Yeah, I'll join the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> oh catch, God. Like, oh. Catch Connor and I in the sewers. We'll be hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be playing it, some it Halo some together. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's kind of cool that they're keeping it to roughly the same, um, oh, the same level as the Series X. Like, hell, if I can get a game on console to run at 120 FPS, that'd be pretty dope. Like, we got guys that could run uh, Doom Eternal on a PC fueled by liquid nitrogen at 1,000 FPS. Yeah. So, why can't we get 120 FPS on consoles? Yeah, that I won't yeah. need liquid liquid nitrogen for. Um, this this seems to be yeah. I I could see this as a bit of a win for Microsoft in that this is what the the fact that we we have sort of a benchmark for a price. Granted, it's not it's not final until they actually say the actual price for the Series X, but it's a good benchmark for what to expect and it's about what I expected. And it <laughs> makes me think that perhaps just to counteract this, potentially Sony will be running the PlayStation five at a loss. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like if whatever they say now, whatever the PS five like leak is now it, it's got, it has to be the Xbox or else everyone's just going to go to X. We already know. And I guess that puts them at an advantage. Like, Oh, we could just sell it for less, but they want to make money. They're a business. That's what they'll do. And I think hmm. it's also really clever because obviously we've got the series S was confirmed, which is the cheaper alternative. 
tentative, but the X wasn't at all. So I think it's actually genius because it might, you know, force Sony into telling everyone the price of their PS5, which will obviously be more expensive than the Series S because it's a cheaper alternative. But then, you know, maybe Microsoft then hearing the price of the PS5 can then alter the price of the Series X. So I think it's genius marketing because they've, you know, basically been the first ones to announce the price without really announcing the price of the Series X. So I think it's it's potentially a very winning move. Yeah, Microsoft, you've done it. You've uh, made sort of a win in the gaming industry. It's, it's new, I know, but... <laughs> You've kind of done it. I mean, you screwed up Rareware for us. You screwed up a lot of things for us. And now you're coming in swinging against Sony. Like, for once. I'm actually excited to get the new Xbox. Uh, But, you know what else I'm excited for, guys? Yeah, that's right. I just ripped off one of your segues. You know what else I'm excited for, guys? The next song. Oh, my God. Am I just the best? (laughs) Coming up next is Kakariko Village by Mike from Game Chops. Uh, you're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. You're listening to Player One on Sin. What you just heard was Kakariko Village by Michael on Game Chops. Uh, you're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And uh, this is actually something that Eleni and I are very interested in. It's the new Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity little expansion there, which brings all of the Breath of the Wild character in characters in but what i'm most excited for like what i'm i'm more ex- i don't care about link and zelda it's the champions are back it's the prequel to breath of the wild it's a hundred years before breath of the wild so it's when the champions are still alive so i get to see mifa i get to see Urbosa. oh my god i get to see all my all my boys i get to see my, my oh my god Rivali. oh i get to see them all back it's gonna be so good i, I want i want canon character development for those four i I bought the dlc and it wasn't enough oh that dlc wasn't even really dlc that was the most underwhelming experience but the exciting thing about this hyrule warriors is that they have been working closely with the zelda team for this project so it's basically like a canon storyline and like you said the four champions were icons we didn't get enough of them in breath of the wild so i'm really excited I know a lot of people weren't a huge fan of the first Zelda Hyrule Warriors. Um, and obviously it is a beat-em-up. It's not like a Guilty main... Guilty is charged. Yes, of course, Connor. Um, but I think that this beat-em-up is actually genius because, you know, in Breath of the Wild, they talk about how Ganon basically, you know, waged war on Hyrule and it was like all of these, you know sort of mobs of fighting and so i love the idea of like link and all of the champions oh just no are we gonna have to see them lose yeah well that's uh, that's the sad reality it's, nah. it's like playing Halo. it's like playing halo reach you know being a fan <laughs> of the halo series knowing that all of the spartans in halo are not gonna make it out and then exactly. you gotta sit there one by one um, you gotta watch one by one as they all all the champions lose oh, this is gonna suck it is my gonna heart suck. But this could be a really cool chance to get some epic, like, storyline. And like you said, character development. I'm really yeah. excited for that. Um, who are you most excited to play as? Who's your, like, number one? It'll always be Link. Link is my main man. But uh, if uh, actually, this is difficult. This is really difficult. Because I really cared about the story between all of them. I still hate Rivali. 
as cool as he is. I love Rivali. Look, he's super cool, but he's such a douche. <laughs> he is the biggest douche, and that's why yeah. I love. Kind of a kind of a sundere, kind of like an on it, like kind of like a oh, I'll help you. Not that I want to, but he secretly does. He wants friends, but uh, ah, gosh, I don't know. Exactly. More of them. I I I just want them back. I don't. I I want a game set around Link meeting them and like. Like I just want a game centered around the old champions. I want I, like how cool would that be? That'd be so cool. Like their training era. That'd be so dope. It would be awesome. I'm also excited because I'm guessing, given that we got a very old Impa in Breath yeah. of the Wild, I'm hoping. Oh, get... young Impa! <laughs> yeah, young Impa. We love we love young sexy Impa always. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, yeah, always excited to play as Link. I'm really excited to play as Daruk. Just because, like, Gorons yeah, are just yeah. iconic. That just seems so funny. I want to see him get scared of dogs. Little puppers getting him uh, scared. That's going to yes. be so adorable. That'll be him. Like, just defeats hundreds and hundreds of goblins. Of goblins. And, and then yes. just a dog. <laughs> exactly. But, oh, man. I hope you can pet the dogs in this one. Unlike Breath of the Wild. Zero out of ten. Worst game in the world. Can't pet dog. Um, I'm actually super excited because, like, this game, as well as uh, Cadence of Hyrule, stuff like that, it's just it's showing that Legend of Zelda is branching out and allowing other companies and developers to make games around their likeness and their IP, which could be good for the future. Get some different types of Legend of Zelda games, even though the ones we get now are always amazing. Like Legend of Zelda never has a, a like the main story never has a miss. Oh my oh, Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, the first Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Breath of the Wild. They're just bop after bop after bop. So I'm excited to see other developers take it on for once. <laughs> yeah. Was that funny? I'm sorry. I, I'm serious. Yeah, I like the Legend of Zelda games. That was good, man. Oh, I, love, I love the excitement. I love seeing you passionate, Jay. Yeah, Zelda is like actually the best. I mean, as I've said before, like I have a tattoo of the Triforce because it's just that, that is good. awesome. Of course. Um, that is dope. I think, you know, one thing that people were sort of a bit upset about from this news is people were thinking, oh, we wanted Breath of the Wild 2 news. But I think you're gonna get at it. the same yeah, time... Yeah, no, we're going to get it. Exactly. You're going to get it. This is, a, you know, a different team is working on this game. It's not like they're making this game instead of Breath of the Wild 2. Um, so yeah, I'm really true. excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are people I, thinking? They're still making it. <laughs> Yeah, they haven't put that on hold to make a beat 'em up Hyrule game. Um, <laughs> Everyone, stop! We need another. We need a Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's like Breath of the Wild too. They're like, no, Hyrule Warriors. Well, like Breath of the Wild who? Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. But yeah, I'm excited. I reckon it'll be really good. I'm I'm keen. Yeah, I'm keen too. And if they're like, if they're anything like big businesses like Marvel or or something they'll put like a teaser at the end like another little mini story that leads on to breath of the wild 2 that'd be pretty cool well, well jay speaking of things that we're very excited for i'm, I'm excited to hear what our next song is this next song is from the outer wilds original soundtrack it's travelers by andrew pralo hope i'm pronouncing that right sorry you're listening to play one on sin with jay connor and eleni Welcome back to Player One Sim with Jay Connor and Lenny. What you just heard were Travelers by Andrew Pralo from the Outer Wilds original soundtrack. 
We've got an awesome segment coming up because I actually just watched it like 10 minutes before recording. It's the Mario's 35th anniversary direct, which is amazing. There's actually some, some insane cool stuff on there. What do you guys think? I am very intrigued by everything we see here. And I will start by saying that I got to talk about the coolest thing that we saw on this. Um, the new Mario Kart um, peripheral, if you will. So an augmented reality Mario Kart game where you control a Mario Kart with your Switch. And there'll be like, I think you get like four little checkpoint things where you can create a racetrack like in the game. And it'll have like all the other characters racing with you. And if you get hit by a shell, the car will just stop. Like, that was really cool. It's I so really cute. love that idea. It's such a Nintendo thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it's so cute. And it's such oh. an innovative thing. Yeah, no, I, I like, if it, if it actually works and it's, like, you know, properly functioning, I think this is, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, I saw it and I was like, why have I never thought that they should do this? And I'm like, that's because... That's why I don't run Nintendo because I don't come up with brilliant ideas like this. But yeah, it looks awesome. Well, well, here's the thing. Every sort of peripheral that comes out from Nintendo or any sort of idea like this, it's always a very quality product. Like everything is very solid. Yeah. So I have, I have full faith that this will actually work. Like who thought that Labo would actually work? Oh, no one. I was like, a cardboard box? Okay, sweet. And then everyone loved it. Literally yeah. no one. Every, the, the, the five people that bought a Labo kit loved it. Like... No. So this is <laughs> such an innovative idea. Currently, there are only two available. Um, that's Mario and Luigi, and I believe that's coming out sometime in November. Then following that, well, this is not going to be in any particular order. We're just going through what we remember seeing. Um, we have uh, Mario 35, which is similar to Tetris 99 in that it's a Mario Battle Royale game. It looks so where good. You play a Mario level, and every time you kill a Goomba, it'll go to other players' uh, levels. So they've got more enemies to deal with, and they can throw it back at you and such. Like, I love the idea. I think it's the best like i think how can you make a unique mario game this is how you do it and it's a free-to-play game that's coming out october 1st so not too far away like it looks really good but we'll, there's another thing that we'll get into a bit later when it comes to the downside of the presentation um but more so on to the good side um now Player One contributor and radio manager here at Sin, Tom Parry. Um, he is now going to have to get a Switch because Mario, Super Mario 3D World is now being ported <laughs> to the Switch coming out in February next year alongside with some bonus content. Um, holy crap, that's cool. Yeah. We were literally just talking about this, like, uh, not, not long ago, how it, the only reason he hasn't got one is because it's on the Wii U. And now it's yeah. here. He has no and excuses. His, his Wii U <laughs> is now completely irrelevant. Exactly. Yes. They were obviously listening to us and they were just like, hold my beer. And then that was... <laughs> <laughs> they heard our podcast and went, we need to get this Tom guy onto our Switch. 
<laughs> exactly. What? Someone hasn't bought a Switch? No, how how will I have monopoly of the gaming industry now? <laughs> I've got it. Mario 3D World. But that's cool. cool. It's one of the few um, Wii U ports to, to yet make it to the Switch. So we got that on top of uh, a, a Bowser, I guess, expansion. Yeah, I was going to say crossover, but it's not a cross... It's, it's not just, a crossover. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. more of an expansion. Because they just they did the, the, the Super Mario X Bowser, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes, so that was pretty cool. Um, then, this is one of my favourite parts, because as, as you guys can tell from the Zoom call, I am a big video game collector. Um, no, my, I, have my, no I couldn't I'm, tell. Really? <laughs> no, no, all this these covers new, here, all these games. New um, information. We have a completely brand new uh, Game & Watch handheld coming out with what, what is essentially ROMs of Super Mario Bros. 1 and Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Now, for all, this, this product is strictly for collectors at this, like, it is strictly a collector's item. Um, I'm really excited about it because I have held a Game & Watch before. I, I've held one in my hands. It is such a cool piece of like technology from, from yesteryear, but I've never owned one. And I've always wanted to own a game and watch. And this is kind of the, it's going to be the cheapest way to own a game and watch <laughs> because they retail, you know, trying to find a secondhand one, it'll be in the like the small hundreds. Um, this will be, you know, less than a hundred bucks and it looks pretty cool. That's also coming out in November. Um, I'm really excited about that. I love when they do homages to their own history. And this is such a great example of that. But then on top of that, we have some Mario merchandise, um, some Mario sneakers. If anyone's into Mario sneakers. Yes. No, they actually look really cool. I always they see do like... Look good. Oh yeah, I'm a hype beast. Let's get some Mario sneakers. Do it. Um, some Mario uh, shirts, um, some Splatoon stuff related to Mario, which is kind of cool. Some nice crossover there. And uh, rehashing this, you know, or not rehashing, but um, reminding people, hey, we also have Mario Lego, which is kind of cool. I still yeah. can't believe that's a thing. <laughs> Takes Sweet. a long time to build, though, um, especially that NES. Um, but the, I would probably say the, it was the first thing on the show really, but it almost feels like the main event. Um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars coming to the Switch. So essentially what we have is Super Mario, uh, 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy all together in one neat little bundle. And that kind of took the world by, that's taken the, the gaming world by storm because holy crap, that's so many people's childhoods relived in one game. Especially yeah. Super Mario Galaxy. That one was about, I love Super Mario Galaxy. Sorry, I'm a big Super Mario Galaxy stan. No, of course. I think that's like one thing that Nintendo just do better than any developer. It's like, you know, knowing that, you know, they've got, older fans and they just always hit us with the nostalgia like every now and then they're just like all right we're gonna like remaster this old classic or we're gonna you know 
um, organize a packet of games that people forgot about, but now we're going to sell them for lots of money and everyone's going to want them and buy them and cry because of how much they've missed them. So I just think, yeah, I just love how Nintendo do this. They just love their fans. It's great. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. And overall, this was such a great presentation, but the only... Here's another big caveat, because um, there's always got to be caveats for some reason. Um, the Mario 3D All-Stars collection will only be available both physically and digitally for a limited time until, I believe, Mar the end of March in 2021. God damn it, Nintendo. Come on. I just don't understand why. Like, what, what's the point? What's the reason? Like, why would you limit sales? I just don't get why they do something That's going to sell, like, hotcakes. Exactly. Like, I'm hoping that it's that case where, like, they say that it's going to be limited and then when it gets closer, they'll be like, oh, we'll just extend it. But, yeah. Or, or even, like, by the, be like, hey, you want the games individually? You can go get them. Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, he's hoping they change that news because it always makes me sad when they limit, you know, when you can buy games and then I feel really stressed and I'm like, I have to buy it on release date. I guess that's clever marketing. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Like yeah. um, me and both myself and my sister have agreed that we are both going to like pitch in 50-50 to get this. Nice. So we're going to do that and it's going to be pretty cool. Um, we're going to get it. And we're both excited for it. Granted, she's more of a Mario fan than I was. I was more of a Crash Bandicoot kid, but still good nevertheless. And uh, you know what, Jay? You know, I want to hear what, what we got coming up next. Tis I, Jay, the one and only. I am here to introduce to you the next song that we are going to be playing on our show. <laughs> it's it's Tokyo by it's Tokyo 42 by Beat Vince. It sounds awesome. I haven't heard the song yet, but I, I I love it. Tokyo 42 by Pete Vince. You're listening to play a well with Jay Cotter and Eleni. <laughs> Welcome back to Play What on Sid with Jay Cotter and Eleni. What you just heard was Tokyo 42 by Pete Vince. Uh, here's a little segment that I threw in, and I'm very proud of this one because I've been <laughs> listening. I, I even asked before the show. I said, "Hey, have you got have we got any segments?" And Connor was like, "Yep, check the run sheet." And I was like. Damn it. And then he said, hey, has anyone got segments? I was like, yes, <laughs> I do. I have segments. That is me. I have, the I have it. video game soundtracks. We're talking about video game soundtracks. What are our oh, favorites? Yeah. What, are our, what are our favorites? What are the worst, even? But oh, I've just... got a great one. I've got a great one because it's Wait. both good and bad. Ooh, okay. I want to hear one here. I want to hear. Go ahead. Deadly Premonition. <laughs> Come Thank on. You. There are some absolute steaming piles of dog shit of music in that. But there's also some really good stuff, really entertaining. We played one last week. It was called Life is Beautiful. That one's a really entertaining one because you'll have, like, you'll have, like, a really grim scene, like, a really grisly scene. But then, like, immediately afterwards, it'll just, that music will just pop right in and you'll just be like, what the hell? Why the sudden change in mood? So I love the Deadly Premonition soundtrack. Um, Crash Bandicoot, man. Legit, that's my um, that's that's the big one for me. Crash Bandicoot, nice. um, yeah. specifically Crash Bandicoot Two. Um, I I would say for um, Hang Eight, that's one of my favorite ones. Um, Snow Go, or which one was it? Um, or oh, I think it's called not not Baronator. Um, ooh, it's stuck in my head, stuck in my head, stuck in my head. The name of the level, but 
it, it, it's one of the polar bear riding levels or the poly bear, polar bear riding levels, if you will. Um, those, are, those are my favorite ones. Ooh, the, the opening and the warp room to Crash 2. The uh, Turtle Woods, Turtle Woods, one of my favorite songs in the game because it's so jovial and so just like upbeat. I really love that one. The opening to Crash 3, like, it's so iconic that they reused it for, like, the other games. So those are going to be, like, my personal favourites. There are others, but I feel like I could go on forever, forever about it. So you guys take it away. Um, well, I think, I mean, I, I'm actually playing my, my favourite, well, a series that I think has a great soundtrack. I love the original Spyro trilogy, the soundtrack. I think like, you know, all of the songs in the second game, all of the levels are just iconic. I love like the upbeat, you know, happy vibe. Um, another one that I think, another trilogy I think that has an awesome soundtrack is actually the Bioshock trilogy. Um, particularly the first game, I think, you know, I remember the first time I played Bioshock 1, and, you know, you hear, like, Beyond the Sea by Bobby Darren in that game. And it's just phenomenal and it's haunting. So I think that's a classic. And then sort of, you know, I think my favourite Grand Theft Auto of all time is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And I think if anyone's played that game and knows that game, there's a radio station called Radio X on um, San Andreas. And it is just an absolute classic. It has, like, all of these awesome 90s rock songs. And I always find myself just in everyday life, I'll hear a song and I'll be like, why do I know that song? Where do I know it from? And I'll realise it's, it's from one of the radio stations on GTA San Andreas. So I think even though it's just, you know, everyday songs, regular songs, I think it's got one of the most iconic soundtracks. But yeah, what about you, Jay? What have, what have you got? Well, besides just bopping to the Fall Guys soundtrack, as I usually do, um, I had this like huge inner inner struggle where I was like, I really love the Legend of Zelda guys, but the problem with the Breath of the Wild soundtrack is it's so lackluster, but it's my favorite because it's only good when compared to other games. Because if you look at, like you go to Ocarina of Time and you hear the Temple of Time like soundtrack and you're like, this is a really good song. I love it. And then you go to Breath of the Wild and it's slowed down to like, a hundred like negative a hundred times speed and it's like whoa i know this song and this is like a destroyed temple and the song is like it's the song but it's not that is so cool but then you listen to it without the context and it's just a really crappy like it's just like it's like a it's a it's a note and then five minutes later another note and then five minutes later another note and it's like okay why would i sit here for 20 minutes to listen to five notes like it's it's it, but I like it for the fact that the previous context of the games helps it. That's so interesting. Breath of the Wild, you think, is the best Zelda soundtrack because I think like, I mean, Ocarina of Time is iconic. I think you can't yeah. beat that, you know. Um, but I also I, I love um, the Skyward Sword theme. I think that that has an awesome soundtrack as well. Very underrated. Yeah. Oh, Skyward Sword is just an underrated game in general. I love the it story is. for it. Yeah. Same with Twilight Princess. No one ever talks about it. It's a cool. It's a like a broody version. It's like the Batman version of the game. It's so cool. That's what it should be called. It should be called The Legend of Zelda, <laughs> just Batman. And the Legend of Zelda, ba- <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Batman. Nice. <laughs> That's what it should be called. What are the yeah. bats in Legend of Zelda called? Do you have Legend of Zelda that? Uh, oh, Super Mario Odyssey. How can we not talk about Super Mario Odyssey? Started oh, yes. one of the biggest TikTok 
crazes in the world which was jump up super high I have it. it's a good song no but, and that's so true because so many of my friends are on tiktok and they would send me tiktoks with that audio yeah, but then yeah. not, but not understand that I had that extra layer of like hilarity to it. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, this audio is great," and I'll be like, "All you do is make fun of me for playing video games," and, he, <laughs> and here you are sending me content. It's like the ultimate Whoa, Look at this song from this TikTok. It's so cool. I wonder who made it. Probably some orchestra. Yeah, Mario. Mario Games made it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So now that we've had our fair share of music and games. Let's talk about music out of games coming up next. What a good segue. Do you like that, guys? <laughs> coming up next, we've got Mega City 6 by Chrono Wolf. Listening to Player One on Sin here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. Welcome back to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was Mega City 6 by Chrono Wolf. We're going into. Has uh, everyone got what time? Do you know the time? Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's just nine o'clock. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nine, guys. But we yeah, don't yeah. actually have a phrase for that, guys. We don't have we don't have a, a sweet phrase for that. But you know what it means when it's nine o'clock, right, Jay? What does it mean, Connor? Oh, I, I, I thought you knew. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the goddamn top of the hour. There we go. On, we, we danced around it for a couple minutes. It's the top of the hour, oh, and you know what that yeah. means? That means we plug our stuff. We plug our shtick. We've got, so we've got, check us out everywhere. We've got our podcast up on Omni Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Player One Podcast. You can check us out the socials. That's play at Player One Sin on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up next, not now, but, next, ooh, guys. Ooh, but Jay, Jay, I've got to stop you right there, though. Ooh. Because, okay, I've got a little funny story about our, you know, our adventures on the Twitters. Oh, yes, we, ah, yes. So, so I received so I received a tweet from so uh, I, I I run the player one Twitter I run all the socials but essentially I received a, a tweet uh, a couple of weeks ago as we maybe a week after we posted our virtual boy uh, retrospective and it caught, I was a little bit surprised because it was from our it was from another podcast called player one um so i was like oh okay um i get we get a tweet from them saying hi there you know and me being all jovial you know be like oh hey friendo how you doing all that great stuff um so i decided to listen in um no i really enjoy it it's just three friends talking about video games that they enjoy talking about news and all that stuff so and what they do is they will um they'll read a Twitter question. So, you know, I thought, oh yeah, let's, let's, let's chuck in a question. Why not? And they read it. They read our question. And on top of that, um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. We got a bit of a, oh yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say a plug, but we got a mention from those guys. Um, <laughs> player, so, one mentioned player one. I know. Right. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of surprising because <laughs> I was like, surreal. oh, let's, Let's throw it in. Let's go in for a long shot. And we get our question read. Um, yeah, go check them out. Player One Podcast. They are on all podcast platforms. They've been doing this for a long time. So where's so the death match happening to see who is the real Player One? Where's I don't that, know, uh, man. Is that scheduled I, I was, in yet? I don't know. I was hoping it would be over a round of like Mario Kart, you know, uh, just casual. Yeah. Just casual yeah. Mario Kart to determine who lives. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how else do you play Mario Kart? Isn't it always to death? I thought yeah, that's yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. It's like the punishment Jenga, but it's punishment Mario Kart, but the punishment is death. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, do go check them out there. Play one podcast. Um, they're really good, really good guys. I really enjoy listening to them. I highly recommend that you do too. And you know, let's let's see if we can get something happening. I'd love to, you know, have a have more of a chat with them. Crossover. Yeah, man, that'd be that'd be pretty dope. Player one squared. <laughs> player one squared. I I made the joke of player two. Ah, oh, that's a better one. All, all, you know, all that good stuff. But um, Jay, let's go to our next song. Just like the wonderful people over at the other player one, we have a wonderful song coming up. See that? I oh. I complimented them and the song. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got Faust by Mick Gordon from the Lawbreakers OST. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. Welcome back to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was Faust by Mick Gordon from the Lawbreakers OST. What we've got coming up... Oh, wait. I can, oh, I can press the button myself. Yeah, I don't, you I don't, Oh, I'm doing the intro, so I don't have to ask, like, hey, can I press the button? Exactly. I can just do it. Uh, there it is. Hey, coming up now, we've got the... Hey, there we go. Uh, every time, every time it gets me. And uh, the game grudge match for this week uh, is: Will GTA Six ever come out? <laughs> I, I just thought it'd be a funny one because we've got so many, so many announcements for GTA Five. You know, GTA Five initially coming out in 2013, and then you got the PC version a year after, and then you got the PS4, the Xbox One. <laughs> And then we've got as the opening announcement for the unveil of the PlayStation 5, we have Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> Just what we needed. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's like a funny one, but it's also like a genuine question. Like at this point, it's like, will this ever come out? Like I'm literally waiting for like the PS5 and them to be like, oh, our launch title is just gonna be GTA 5 remastered remastered or some nonsense like that like i just who knows i my answer is no we will never get gta 6 i think yeah. when we get gta 6 hell will freeze over hell will freeze over in the same way that we will never get another elder scrolls game it's like they're the uh, same no no i think we'll get come on we'll get we have to get another elder scrolls i will not be satisfied i will not i will become a ghost i will not die happy until we get another elder scrolls game of course. But yes, GTA 6 will never come out. That's my that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. It's not coming out. Nah, I reckon I, I reckon it might. I reckon they're just taking their time because like GTA 5 was so like just insane. It was the jump from GTA 4 to 5 was so big. Like a lot of the games were pretty similar with graphics, with with graphics, with a lot of things that were pretty similar. But then the jump to GTA 5 and then putting it on next-gen consoles and the insane updates that they give it, which are basically entirely new storylines and heists, are insane. And so I think what they're trying to do now is spend a lot of time to really, really outshine. Because what are you going to do? This game is beloved now. They have it on every console. They keep releasing it, but we keep buying it. So we're also at problem here. And it's like, they have to do something so good that it will splash GTA 5 out of the water. So I reckon it will come out. It's just going to take a while. I'm going to say that GTA 6 will come out, but on the PlayStation 6 and the Xbox, the Xbox Series Z. 
the Series Z, the Xbox, uh, wait, wait, the Xbox 720. Uh, it's two 360s, yeah. The Xbox 2. Xbox Revolution. Oh, stop. <clears throat> now I'm just getting confused with all the stupid Xbox console names. <laughs> There's a segment idea for next time. What, yeah. what should the, what would, what would the next Xbox be called? Oh, boy. Stupid Xbox names. <laughs> stupid Xbox names. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Jay, what have we got coming up next? Coming up next, guys, we have another amazing song. All of the songs in here are amazing, but this one's especially amazing. It's If I Were by Nothing More. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was If I Were by Nothing More, and you're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. We were just talking about GDF, uh, if GDF 6 will ever come out, and now we're moving on to a bit more love, a little less hate to, towards yeah. GDF, a bit more love. Uh, I, I want to show some love to a particular developer who, frankly... They've had to deal with a lot of freaking nonsense over the past while. And I'm talking about Frogwares, who are most notable for their work in The Sinking City, a Lovecraftian game that I um, spoke about, and um, the Sherlock Holmes series of games. Um, generally, critically, these aren't the most well-received games, but rather... They are. They have a very loyal fan base, and I am one of the members of their loyal fan base. I really love their work. I I always describe it as Eurojank because I feel like it's the best term. It's like that Eastern European game that's great, but it's also very janky. Um, but lately, Frogwares has had to deal with a lot of issues with um with publishers. So particularly Big Ben Interactive and Nacon, who basically have um, violated several obligations in the contract for them to publish The Sinking City. So there is actually a full statement made by Frogwares, which I'm going to read out a, a, a big chunk, a bit of a chunk of it, but it's a long one. So I just want to go through some of the cliff notes. Well, not cliff notes, but... um some of the big things. So they start off with, hello everyone. As some of you have noticed, the Sinking City has been taken down from Steam and many other notable stores. We have received multiple emails and messages on this issue. The reason is a bit complicated yet at the same time, quite simple. Short version, we were forced to terminate the contract with our licensee for several breaches of our agreement. We urge you to read this open letter to our fans, journalists, and other people of the industry to understand why this is happening and how you can still get the sinking city. But essentially, um, Big Ben Interactive and Nacon have basically not given them any sort of royalties and nor have they received uh, any payments for their own milestones. So, for example, how many copies were sold and just sort of milestones in development. So, or if they didn't get them, they were received a lot later than they should have been. And they were still not being paid in full. In fact, they have, they weren't in the letter. It said that they had not been paid about, I believe it was a million euros which is huge. That is, that is a lot of money. A lot of money, yes. 
and they noted what's keeping the project somewhat stable is with a lot of a lot of indie developers do take this agreement because it does help them get their game out but the epic game store exclusive um right so the sinking city i believe was for the first year of it being released was an epic game store exclusive and essentially that pretty much kept them going because it, they were offered a like a great amount of money to get exclusivity to epic but essentially um for the sinking city even on the physical editions of the sinking city um frogwares was not given um credits they were not on the front cover of the game so this was in early runs they were included but then in later runs they weren't which frogwares actually owns the license for the sinking city they own the rights to that title it's not the publishers that own it it's the developers yet the publishers are acting like they own the actual um rights to the game they like they're not creating it they're not developing it and after a lot of nonsense after a lot of frustration um frogwares wanted to basically um get out of the contract because their uh big ben and nakon have not met their obligations in that contract but even then big ben and nakon didn't want to they didn't even though in the contract specifically frogwares could say no more no we're done here so it's frustrating and frankly um it's kind of you know language warning it's kind of bullshit that frogwares has been given such a big slap in the face but um the the game is still available on nintendo switch but it is published under focus home interactive who are also not innocent when it comes to screwing frogwares over a little bit but it is still available on other storefronts and you know i just wanted to you know show some love to to frogwares they do such a tremendous job i'm a heart i'm a big fan of their work they are even doing um work on the new sherlock holmes game sherlock holmes chapter one i'm very excited about all that so you know show, show some love to frogwares go pick up the sinking city on the switch or whatever platform is available that you can still purchase it from. Um, show them some love, get the game. It's really good. I love it. Hell yeah, that was so wholesome. Yeah, yeah. right. I love that. I love that you're taking the time to, you know, give give them a bit of a a bit of a bump up because yeah, it's quite sad sometimes in the, the video game industry what happens to you know, indie developers or even just like smaller developers and companies, we see the big the big sharks just come in and gobble them all up. So it's really good. Well, the publisher's not necessarily a big shark in the water. They're not one of the bigger publishers, but still, even the middle tier to low, lower end publishers are still screwing over developers. Yeah, like big time. And it, it's good that we get, like, you're taking the time out of the show to just 
give them some actual recognition because they need it. Just love, just give Frogwares some love. Give them Go some get love. Their games. Give Go them get some, their yeah, games. yeah, exactly. Give them all but, uh, of the love. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Jay, what is our last song of the day? That's right, guys. It's the last song. It's it's so sad. We're we're nearing the end of the show. The song coming up is Smother Me by The Used. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. Welcome back to Player One on Sin with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was Smother Me by The Used. Uh, Unfortunately, that was the last song of the night. And uh, you know what that means? We're, We're doing our little closing off segment. So allow me to plug our socials once more so you guys really 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 know where to find us up at player one sin twitter facebook instagram guys check us the spot with the check us in the podcast realms we've got omni spotify google podcast apple podcast the player one podcast uh on spotify i think i've already said that but i i'm gonna say it again just in case you didn't hear me guys yeah and youtube don't forget to check out player one sin we've got youtube now i think and and we've, we've got some videos maybe uploaded on there who's in i don't know i don't remember who's in charge of that but it's funny. I love the player one issue. Yeah, go check it out. Show us some love. Check it out. Uh, has anyone out. got closing statements for the for the night before we got to head off? Um, I'll say what I say pretty much every week, which is you know, <laughs> just got to reiterate the positivity, guys. Always, yeah, got, yeah. Got to keep yeah, on the positive positive vibes. Exactly. Positive. You know, everyone's you know stay safe. You know, stay indoors. Don't be breaking curfew. If you're in Victoria, and <laughs> most importantly, play lots and lots of video games. That's all for me. Yeah, Jay, what you got? Guys, I'm going to say the same thing I always say. Totally not a ripoff of Alanity's. Yeah. Hey, guys, look, I've said some questionable things in my life. <laughs> and uh, I'll be honest. Look, I'll be honest. You know what? What I'm about to say is the God-given truth. Go out there and buy Crash Boom Bang right now. It is a great game. You will love it. I'm. You think I'm joking. You think this is a running bit that I'm doing throughout the episodes. It's not. Crash Boom Bang is the best party game of the world. It beats the new Mario Party. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It beats any other party game. It beats Diddy Kong Racing. It beats Super Sonic Racing, guys. It's Crash Boom Bang. It's the best. What do you got to say, Connor? <laughs> What's your closing I, thing? I don't know. Bloody buy Bubsy 3D. I don't know. Yeah. Now uh, nah, nah, go check out the podcast. We've got a few, we've got a few little juicy bits coming up. Uh, we've got a fun little Mass Effect, you know, Mass Effect trilogy remaster little hint. Just, just a bit hint about what's coming up. But uh, you know, most importantly, just have fun, play video games. You know, go check out Bubsy. Why not? But uh, we will catch you all next week. Same player one time, same player one channel.